It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now with today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on TogiNet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled The Algorithm of Credit. And our phenomenal rockstar guest is the one and only Mr. Billy Alt. He is the founder and CEO of 700CreditRepair.com. He is a consumer credit expert witness in both state and federal courts. He's, he's a recognized consumer credit expert and FICO expert. He's a well-renowned published author. He has over 25 years of real estate and real-world credit and mortgage experience. Um, he's Texas real estate commission instructor of home buyer and realty. Uh, I'm sorry, home buyer and realtor credit 101 class. He has over 5,000 real estate transactions closed, which is phenomenal. I want to get into that today, too. He has over 20,000 credit reports repaired, and he is featured as a credit expert on various YouTube, YouTube articles as well as this very podcast. So please help me give a Tech, a warm Texas welcome to the one and only, my mentor and friend, Billy Alt. Hi, Billy. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much. It is, we're, this is going to have to be a warm welcome because this heat and this Texas uh, sun is just blazing these days, isn't it? It is. It is. Well, we do get a little wash uh, Tuesday here. I don't know about up there, but Tuesday we got a good washing and, and thank God I mowed the yard Monday. And then it <laughs> happened again yesterday. <laughs> it's been blazing yeah, it's, hot so. here. We've had we've had our fair share of rain, though things are nice and pretty and green. So, but I'm glad it's thankful okay. Thursday, and I'm thankful for you, as you well know, and I'm thankful to be here. So I'm excited about the show. All right, so let's get going. Um, I want I I titled it the algorithm of credit, and I thought that that would be good because that is. You know, that would allow you to go wherever you want it to go today um, as far as telling our loyal listeners and new listeners um, about credit. So um, just tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, maybe how you got started with uh, 700 Credit Repair, and um, we can go from there. Well, my background, I started in new home sales, specifically the manufactured housing industry in 1989, and then around, excuse me, I guess around, oh, 94, 95, I started, I was still in the manufactured housing industry, but uh, we started doing a lot more land-home deals in, in, in that space, which made it real property, real estate, 
Uh, so I, I spent 17 years with, with Palm Harbor um, running sales centers and so on and so forth, uh, selling houses and actually took the company public and, and was a part of that and learned a lot from that. And, you know, the, when the housing crunch hit, um, uh, the country in 06, 07, the manufactured housing industry was probably three to four years before that. We had lost all of our lenders. We had about 32, 33 lenders at one point, and almost overnight we lost all of those lenders because uh, the way that there was House Bill 1869 that passed, and um, in order to sell a manufactured home, it had to become real property. So we lost all of our chattel lenders. Um, and it just killed the industry. There were, I think there were 1,600 factories across the country, and 12 of them, 1,200 of them vanished, disappeared, uh, and it's never really recouped. So, And I knew credit, and I knew credit very well because I, I, I had sold over 5,000 transactions, real estate transactions, not just manufactured homes, but real estate transactions. And the majority of the folks, Lisa, that I worked with, they had less than perfect credit they did they just did and the economy was still good but we just dealt in a in the in a space that was um uh more, more affordable housing and with more affordable housing we dealt with a lot of renters and when we dealt with renters maybe all of them didn't have 700 credit score so our focus and even back then a credit score wasn't so relevant as to what kind of debts and loans you had paid so I had understood credit and how to work financing, so on and so forth. And during the housing crunch, 06 is when it really hit the manufactured housing industry. I shifted and found myself, closed down a couple of dealerships, found myself helping people improve their credit or do whatever they had to do to be able to purchase a home. And um, a lot of people take that for granted. You know, they just do. And so one thing led to another. We Melissa and I started helping people with their credit, finding them a house, flipping houses, for lack of a better term, and that led into full-fledged opening 700 credit repair in 2007. Since 2007, we have documented 20,000 credit reports that we have repaired. We've helped 25,000 people with their credit. We have a documented 20,000 reports, contracts that we help raise their scores. So um, I'm not sure really where the time has went, but... Um, you know, and credit just keeps evolving. The reporting methods, the tactics and stuff, they just keep changing over time. So that's a little bit of background uh, about me and how I got my start. And I've since been FICO accredited, and I'm a consumer credit expert witness. I have big banks retain myself, and my wife is one as well. They'll retain us to prove in court that, you know, this is not what dropped your score, Mr. Smith. It was it was this over here. So um, all that experience okay. has led me to 700 credit repair. We help a couple hundred people a month repair their credit score. Um, got a wonderful staff. My average employee has been with me seven years. On the that's the average time. So we're just proud of what we built and proud of the people that that we we've been able to help and will continue to help. Absolutely. Well, we have about a minute and a half before we go to our first commercial break. So if you could tell everybody the phone number where they can contact your wonderful staff. Uh, um, and any other information that you'd like to give them in the one and a half minutes we have left. Yes, yes, please. If we can help, reach out to us. Mm -hmm. You can call us at our office. We have a, our portfolio managers there uh, Monday through Saturday, 8 to 6. So we're, we're, we're like 
hours, uh, basically, but you can call us at 972-279-0444. And also, if you're on your uh, computer or phone or whatever, you can check out our website, too. It's www.700creditrepair.com, the number 700creditrepair.com. And you can check us out on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, 700 Credit Repair. We've got a lot of great videos and great information and so on and so forth. So phone number is 972-279-0444 if you'd like to speak to us. Or let us look at your credit and tell you, we'll let us know, you know, what what you could do on your own or how we could help you. But it's it's an easy conversation just to kind of get the ball rolling if anybody would like a little bit more information on how we could help them. Great. And I so appreciate you also giving our listeners a free consultation. So just get in touch with Billy and his team. And on the other side of the break, we'll be, uh, we'll be back with more from the fabulous Mr. Billy Alt. Thanks, Lisa. in medical practices that patients tend to lie about their health habits. They lie about how much they smoke, understate how much they drink or eat, and overstate how much they exercise. What's another word for those little white lies we like to tell in the examination room? Teradiddles. Doctors have a rule of thumb. Whatever the patient says they're drinking, smoking, or eating, multiply it by two. But it's hard to come clean about your habits when you know you're in for some jobation from the doctor. That's criticism we don't want to hear. If physicians want us to be honest with them, I suggest they try being a little less judgmental and use a little suaviloquence. That's soothing, encouraging talk. It's marching day. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to The Living Room, a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We're so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on Toginet Radio. 
Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled The Algorithm of Credit. And our phenomenal rock star guest is the one and only Mr. Billy Alt. He is also the founder and CEO of 700creditrepair.com. So help me give a warm Texas welcome to my dear friend and mentor, Billy Alt. Welcome back, Billy. Thank you. Glad to be here. Good. You know, I um, we were talking um, off air, and I wanted to get into um, the Dave Ramsey. You know, I've been following Dave Ramsey as well as Susie Orman for over 20 years, and I'm sure that some of the listeners on here today or who might listen and download the podcast later might as well. So I, I believe he had put out a post, and I wanted you to share that with the audience, if you will. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, I'm by no uh, way am I trying to beat Dave Ramsey or anyone up on this. I'm just giving my opinion. And because I followed Dave Ramsey mm-hmm. myself for years, but I know that um, we're not all born, not that he was, we're not all born with this million dollar slush fund that we don't have to use credit. And life's short, Lisa. Um, the older I get, the mm-hmm. more I realize that. So mm-hmm. some of his tactics and teachings to me are very unrealistic. If you want to lead a a, a, a certain quality of life and, and the quality of life is to build wealth over time and, 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 and have something when you retire. And I, my dad, my, our, our, I'm not sure about your folks, but my parents were more like mm-hmm. stay out of debt. Um, you stay in the same house forever, um, pay off your, your, yeah. your, your house, you know, and, and that's fine. In fact, yeah, my wife, my family. Her father and mother still live in the same house that they built in like 1970. It's a great house. It's paid for and all that. My mom does too. And that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. But I just don't think that's the typical way because of where the world's going and and you can't stop progress. So anyway, they put a post up and it says, a credit score is nothing but an I love debt score, which is not true. It's proof that you've borrowed money and paid it back and that you can borrow more money and pay that back, and the cycle goes on forever. If you want a life without payment, stop chasing a life with payment. When I talk about this, people usually mm-hmm. ask how to buy a home without a credit score. It's completely possible, and it's called manual underwriting. They quit doing that a while back, like as far as what he's talking about. They still do manual underwriting, but uh, he goes on to say mortgage lenders used to do this all the time. They simply verify your ability to repay the loan by checking things like your employment, record of paying things like rent, utilities, and other applicable bills. Utilities and rent, although sometimes they do report to a credit score, they have no positive value, so that doesn't really help your credit score. If somebody has a bad credit score or no credit score, you're not buying a house. And if you are buying a house with a mediocre credit score, let's call it a 580 because that's the entry level to FHA. When I sold manufactured mm-hmm. homes, our, our majority of our clients would go with a 580 lender and on a $100,000 manufactured home land home package, those closing costs on 100000 were usually about $15,000. You take that with a straight uh, regular lender, just a, not, not a subprime, but a, say you have a 620 credit score, the closing mm-hmm. costs on that same loan may be 6000 So the, it's a huge difference, wow. which that's what creates a high APR. The fees, the closing costs, the packs, all that stuff that gets added in. So now a 580 loan, you know, now you're looking at an eight to nine percent interest rate, and an extra ten or twelve thousand dollars in 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 
BS fees because that's what they are. Um, which you're just digging that hole deeper. You're absolutely digging that hole deeper. If you're getting, mm-hmm. if if you have no credit, you have no um, history, or you and you choose to buy a house. Cool, you can go buy a house, but does it make sense to avoid financing a car or avoid responsibly using a credit card? To to it makes I can't wrap my head around like why would I ignore that. And, and yes, maybe I'm paying a tad interest for the car or a tad interest for the credit card. But without that, I can't buy a house. If I do buy a house, I'm subprime. If I'm subprime, I'm fifteen dollars to $20,000 in closing costs. If I'm subprime, I'm 8 to 9% APR. If I'm subprime, I'm probably 15 to 18 years before any of that money starts hitting the, 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 the principal payment because it's, those loans are even more so front-end loaded on interest than – than, than lower rates, it's not even funny. All the interest is coming out front. The the first eighty percent of the payments are going to be all interest. So, although I agree with a lot of his teachings, a lot of stuff that he talks about, I can't wrap my head around. Don't use credit, but then do use credit and buy a house, which is the quickest way to wealth and the safest bet to put your money. If you're if you're if you do have a four percent interest rate. And I'm paying a two thousand dollar a month payment, probably fifteen hundred a month going towards principal, maybe thirteen hundred a month going towards principal. You're saving money, you're banking money, you're in, in, as opposed to letting it sit in the bank, not making anything with it. So I, I just can't wrap my head around that whole deal. So what I said, I shared the post and I said, and this may not be very nice, Lisa, but I said, I think he's finally lost it. It may be time for Dave to retire. And I feel that way because I think he's lost touch with a lot of, uh, of what's mm. really going on in, in financially in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and and right. I go on to say, so what you're saying is it's not is not to have or use credit, but to buy a house on credit through a high-interest subprime lender and pay out the wazoo for a long-term 30-year high-interest loan and then finance in a bunch of extra unnecessary high-priced closing costs as well as other fees that create a high APR. That's where the APR comes from. I can't wrap my head around that one, Dave. It's just ridiculous. How does any of that make any sense at all in terms of controlling your financial future, wealth, and success? In my opinion, it doesn't. So I would like to say mm-hmm. this. Don't believe the hype. Not all debt's bad debt. It's just not. Some debt's clean debt. A house is good debt. A vehicle is good debt in these day, in this day and age. I have a, a, a 2015 diesel pickup truck I paid $55,000 for in 2015. Mm-hmm. I just recently paid it off. And... The dealership just okay. offered me $45,000 for it. I've drove the truck for five years for $10,000. That's good debt. That's very good debt. And it's a $40,000 mm-hmm. asset now paid for. Um, you know, so I, I and some of these comments are, are kind of eye-opening because, like, some comments, wow, that sounds like bad advice. <laughs> I love having a conversation with Ramsey fans. It's so fun to watch their minds be blown. He's the reason I'm without my new truck today. I mean, he made his million selling to financially illiterate, financially illiterate people. I don't expect him to stop saying that crap now. Um, and it just goes on and on. So um, we can't talk to your mm-hmm. listeners, listeners. I wish we could, but I'm curious to take to, to hear what their take would be on, on 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 Dave Ramsey. I think I fit somewhere, and you probably do too, right in the middle. You know, we have to have and carry some sort of debt so we can purchase a, a mm-hmm. home for our family and send my kid to college yeah. and. I have five children. Four of them went to Texas Tech, and 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 I couldn't pay cash for that. There's just no way. I carried that debt. I still am. 
I'm still paying for it, mm-hmm. you know, so they didn't have to. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's my, I'm not sure how we got off on that, but that's my, that's my take on the, the Ramsey thing. But I think that post was very interesting. <laughs> yes, yes, that that is so true. You know, I, now I want to shift a little bit and talk about the program that you have where it's um, guaranteed, I believe, that if a person comes in with a certain score that you can help them at the end of six months, I believe, to um, be a home uh, owner. So if you could uh, break that down for us, that would be great. Absolutely. So we have a home ownership guarantee, and it's it's almost this simple. As long as mm-hmm. I have three to six months, and as long as mm-hmm. somebody is at least a 500 credit score, 500, 500, and I'll tell you why in a second. As long as I have three to six months, really sometimes it's not even that because our first round of letters is always our best. But as long as I have all it three to six months and a 500 credit score, if you'll follow this game plan with me, I'll do the heavy lifting. We can get you to above 620. 580 is the FHA entry level for getting a, a, an approval. Uh, 620 is the next level, which the rate comes down, the closing cost comes down. And then 640 is even better than that. So we guarantee a 620. And, Lisa, it's always – if somebody has a 450, 480, 490, if there's a 4 in front of the score, that usually means they're 30 or 60 days behind on a credit card, meaning I'm 30 days delinquent on my truck payment. I'm 30 days delinquent on my MasterCard. So the first thing we look at is we got we want to make sure there's a 5 in front of it because that tells us now we're current. Now we can start moving forward. So – our plan of attack is always, okay, so you have 18 collections and you have one credit card and that one credit card um, may be delinquent 30 days. Our, our recommendation would be while I'm doing the deletions, while we're working on the bad, while we're doing our thing, and we don't have to get, listen, all of everything 100% removed. It's not like that at all. If we could get 20 negatives mm-hmm. down to 10 and then we take this mm-hmm. one maxed out Capital One card, and maybe over the course of the next three months, you get that paid down to 250. And then I also want you to open up this second credit card. And we use a lot of online store cards, like jewelry cards, stuff like that, where there'll be $2,500 to $5,000 limit, but people can only buy, they they only authorize the first few uh, charges, like a couple hundred dollars. So it keeps you out of trouble. Basically, you have a $5,000 high piece of credit a $200 balance and $20 payment. So now I've manipulated the score, the the algorithm, the Mm -hmm. credit report. We no longer have Mm -hmm. 20 negatives and one maxed out 500 card. Now we have 10 negatives and we paid that card down below 100%. Maybe we got it down to 50%. That's great. So naturally we're going to go from a 500 to a 560. And so, and we just keep working on it from there. We send out our first round of letters. The game plan is, like I said, remove bad, pay down this good, maybe add good. So if people will follow that protocol and follow that game plan, it works every time. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. whenever there's new mm-hmm. delinquencies involved. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Well, on the other side of this short commercial break, We'll come back and talk with the one and only Mr. Billy Alt. So stay tuned to the Lisa Lewis Show. 
My name is Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling Today, the topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled The Algorithm of Credit. And our phenomenal rock star guest is the one and only Mr. Billy Alt, who is the founder and CEO of 700 Credit Repair. Help me give a warm Texas welcome to my friend and mentor, Billy Alt. Welcome back, Billy. Thank you. You are welcome. Okay, so I wanted to talk a little more. Okay, so before the break, we talked about your program of how you can get someone who starts out at a 500, giving you three to six months to work with them, where you can uh, prepare their uh, credit portfolio, if you will, in, in a position where they can afford a home. It might not be their, you know, dream home. It might have to be a starter home, but they can afford a home, and there it's a nominal, uh, a, a nominal and a phenomenal fee in my book. So, I mean, that's great. Are there other programs that may be out there for people who don't want to buy a home, but might need to get their credit good because they maybe want to start a business? Yes, and we have a lot of people that that do just that and we have a lot of people let me back up to what you said that maybe you know you if somebody was a 550 for a while and they got up to a 620 and they and they do buy a house and um and maybe it's not that perfect house but what i see all the time is the majority of my customers because i'm really close with them i talk to them a lot and see them a lot whatever you know and very active but a lot Mm -hmm. of our customers they'll start from a 550, get to that 620, 630, and then they're like, oh, wow, I can go buy my daughter a car now when she goes to college. And then, so that's just the start. That's just the start. It's like that gives them that energy drink that they needed. You know what I'm saying? Because, listen, when you have a 500, 550, all your, when I had a 500, 550, all I ever heard was, no, 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 get out. I can't help you, whatever, you know. So I never had that surge. I never had anybody behind me like saying, man, you got this. Come on, let's go. So that's the that's a, another very big deal. Like we'll have people that 
they'll get to out of an apartment into a home. But then next thing I know, they'll, I had a guy uh, DM me uh, 10 days ago, probably saying, Hey, we just got our forever home. Thank you. And I did his credit repair a year and a half ago and he had some problems. It took, it, it took some work, but we got him up. He bought a house. Well, now he sold that house and made all kinds of equity money on it with what's happened. And now his credit score is like 730, 740. And because he's just continued to just progress and just, Watch it and push it because here's all that really has to happen. We have to remove bad. We have to add good and make sure the good's right. And then we have to continue to pay and and move forward. And you would be shocked at how forgiving FICO is and how fast that can how fast that can happen. The we were talking about the algorithm today. The algorithm, thirty five percent of your score is from your past payment history. So any negative history is going to show up the most in the algorithm. That's where the emphasis is. So if you have, regardless, bankruptcy, collection, zero collection, charge-off, whatever it is, the more of those baddies, the more of those negative items that we can bring down, we want to remove bad, the the, the better off we are. And then the more Mm -hmm. good we have to look at, 35% is payment history, now we have to look at your 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 good credit. What good credit do we have? Well, thirty percent of the algorithm of the score is made up of your good open accounts, specifically the balance to limit ratios. So, if we're looking again at the algorithm, a third, thirty five percent is history. We want to clean up as much as that as we can. Another second mm-hmm. biggest part is thirty percent is your balances. So you want. High limits, low balances. Even if you have a low limit card, a $200 credit card, well, that's even tougher because now you want to keep that like a $10 balance, ideally, because it's a percentage-wise. And I know that it's only $200, but it's a percentage. That's that's the problem. So the higher the, the, the limit, the more of it you could actually use without, uh, in, without you know, interrupting that. Uh, but that's a, another huge part of it. 30% is your balance to limit ratio. So the biggest two things you can do is pay down your balances, pay down your balances, pay down your balances. And, and FICO likes 30%, it loves 10%, and it really loves 1%. Mm-hmm. So 30% is good, uh, 10% is better, 1% is the best. People with 800 credit scores, they carry a 1% balance on their credit cards. You've heard me say that a dozen times probably. So mm-hmm. looking at the algorithm, 35% is history, 30% is balances, but then we have 15% is your mixture of credit and your type of credit. Um, and then you have another uh, 10% are your inquiries, and then 10% is your is length of credit or, or, or the age. So when I say we remove bad, we remove bad because 35% is coming from the bad. We want to remove bad. Add good, 30% is coming from your good credit, your utilization. But we want to add the right kind of good because 15% of the score, 15% of the score, on an 800 credit score, that would be, what, 120 points is coming from your mm-hmm. mixture, your type of credit, your type of accounts. FICO doesn't want you to have all revolving accounts. FICO doesn't want Lisa to have three credit cards, and that's it. FICO wants Lisa to have a car, a, a, a Visa card, and maybe a Macy's card, if Macy's still has cards. Or they, store cards are different from revolving cards. Revolving cards are different from installment loans. They like to see a nice, health, nice, healthy mixture of credit. The ideal mixture, which again is 15% of your score, the ideal mixture is 
two revolvings, one installment. So let's say Lisa has, uh, uh, she's got that Bentley payment, right? And then she's got the student loan payment. So now she has two installment loans. Mm-hmm. So a healthy mix would be for you to have like three to four revolving accounts. So in, in how we help mm-hmm. our clients, we overcome the bad. We do the letters. We do all the heavy lifting, like I said. But then on our game plan, we may say, okay, Lisa, so all you have is one revolving card. Let's get you another one. Let's get you one more revolving card. Here's a link. I've got a bunch of special agreements. Regardless of credit scores, we can help you get credit. But then we may also say, hey, you don't have any kind of installment loans. Well, Lisa's not ready to go out and buy that Bentley yet or go buy a car. She doesn't want a big installment loan. So we have accounts with affiliates like self-lender. They'll do installment accounts for like $25 a month. But on paper, it's still an installment loan. So that's how we overcome the algorithm, and we work the algorithm backwards to our customers' benefits. We look at, man, we're leaving. If if, if we want an 800 credit score, 15% is 140 points, I think, yeah. So we're leaving those points on the table by you only having revolving credit. We're leaving 100-plus points on the table. Let's get those. Let's get as many as we can. Or inquiries. Inquiries are just the opposite. Inquiries, we're not leaving points in the table on the table, but the inquiries are robbing us of points. So we want to have very, very short inquiries, two to three every six months. Without that way, it won't it won't affect the score. Otherwise, we're going to give up eighty points because ten percent is eighty points mm-hmm. of an eight hundred. So we can give up eighty points. So we just kind of reverse package it up, lay out the details, and I'm telling y'all, it can be fixed. It really can. It may not happen overnight, and it's almost like. The game of credit is like cooking with a crock pot, not a microwave. You know what I'm saying? Like, hang on, we'll get there. It may take us three months. We're not going to zap this thing in two weeks. And that's why I get frustrated. I see these guys with these 30-day credit sweeps. Or that, that's that's not even possible. Hmm. That doesn't even. It's it, that's just a blatant. That's false information. Is what that is. So, with the right game plan and the right plan right. of attack, right. it can be handled. And that's wonderful. And what I love about it is that three to six months is not a long time, Billy, if you look at it. When you have allowed your credit to get messed up or grow over years, <laughs> you know, if you've worked your way 18 years to get <clears throat> a low score or because, you know, you've had some bumps in the road or whatever the case may be, and then they join your program and you can help them in in a short of a time is three months and as long as the time is six months or a little longer, even nine months or a year to work someone out of a bad scenario that they've let fester to me is not a long time at all. <laughs> you know? No, not to me it's, either. Not to me either. Because relative. really to prepare for a, a move or prepare for a house or prepare, I mean, it, it, it would take that for a person with a 750 credit score. So it's really, Six months is not anything. And I'll tell you what, especially with this pandemic and all this stuff, it's really, it's shown me that because I'll look up and six months has gone by. And if you've not made a change or put a trigger on nothing, like nothing's changed. Exactly. And and like I said, you know, I tell my children, if you're going to live anyway, you might as well be doing something, you know, do something today that your future self will thank you for. So just put one foot in front of the other, like you say, do some, you know, anything that's going to help you to get to that end point, that end result that you want. But I think a lot of times people just, uh, like you said, allow time to get away from them. And then before you know it, it's like, oh, 
now I need a car. <laughs> but it's like, usually, you know, six months before your car, you know, tanks that you need another vehicle, right? I've never not, I've never not known when I needed another vehicle. How about you, Billy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah people, I see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, I, I see the oil <laughs> leak. <laughs> yes, for sure. There you go. So to me, that's the same way I feel about credit. You know, you know, you've sat on it, you know, you've, and it's okay, but do something about it. And I'm so glad that it's people out here like yourself and Melissa Alt who have a program, a solid foundation. I believe your company has been around now for what, 14 years or is it 12? Maybe I'm giving uh, you more years. 2007. So that's, that's, yeah. that's 14, so. right? Yes. Yes, that's fourteen. Okay, I thought I was. I yeah. thought it was right. Okay. Actually, July. So July I like to get July seventh. So we just passed our fourteenth mark in July. Yay! So this year, this month makes it fourteen solid years, and now you're working yeah. on your fifteenth yeah. year. Yeah. How cool is that? Well, happy anniversary to you guys over Thanks. at Seven Hundred Credit Repair. <laughs> that's phenomenal. I didn't even know um, we were in the month of your anniversary. Well, good for you guys. I mean, it is something that um, I can't, I can't wait. I want to do the program for the, um, I know I keep talking about it, but I want to do the program for the home ownership. And once I do that and get through on the other side of that, then um, we can have a podcast and we'll talk about it because I don't mind talking about my own credit. I don't have any, but I don't mind going through that and, and, you know, what it took for you all to, get me to where I, uh, on the path to where I want to be. Because as I've told you and everybody else, I want to be at that perfect score of 850. <laughs> yes. And I was going to say, you're, it's not like yours is bad or anything by any means, but I, I'm not sure if I have told yeah. you this or not, but I'm happy to do anything that I can for you. In fact, what I need to do is I'll send you, I'll, I'll get Brittany to send you a list of things, what I need to do, okay. and I'll get you signed up here soon. And, and okay, I will, would never even dare charge you for all the stuff you've done for me. I'd love to work with you and get you to that 850 oh, score. Cool. If we're going to get that oh, Bentley, good. we need 850. Exactly. We'll be back <laughs> with more. <laughs> weekend relaxing and reading through mental floss when I came across these rip-roaring R-words. I recognized a few of them, such as the old 18th century Scottish word ramfieselt, which means fatigued or exhausted. A couple more great R-words are ruckatly tuckatly, meaning crumpled or gathered up and ruched. Rouge is commonly used today to describe a flattering blouse or a top. Rabbity is a 16th century word for an innocent fool, while Raffle Coppin is a rash, impetuous person, or maybe just somebody that gets carried away with our words. It's 
Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Word. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back. All of my movers and influencers, today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We're so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on Toginet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled The Algorithm of Credit. And our phenomenal rock star guest is the one and only Mr. Billy Alt. He's the founder and CEO of 700 Credit Repair. So help me give a warm Texas welcome to my dear friend and mentor, Billy Alt. Welcome back, Billy. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Listen, so now we've talked, um, we've talked about Dave Ramsey. We talked about um, home ownership and the program that you have. We talked about the algorithm of credit. So, you know, we have about 13 minutes left. Um, I would love uh, to talk about real estate because, <laughs> you know, we talked a little bit about that offline, but I would love uh, my list- uh, the listeners who uh, we have to contact you about, um, you know, if they are a new and upcoming realtor, because I would love for them to be on your team. So can you tell us more about that? Yes, we have. Um, I have. I own our credit repair company, obviously. And but what but what <laughs> I my very best referral sources, to be honest with you, Lisa, are, are realtors. Like realtors are on the front line. So I thought, what could I do to help realtors? And then in turn, the realtors would turn around and help me. I know I could help their customers. How could I create stronger bonds and stronger relationships? So my son Cole and I actually have created a, a real, an EXP real estate team. He's a re- EXP realtor, um, as mm-hmm. I have my license, but Cole kind of heads up our, our real estate team. And so we work with realtors, not really new realtors, but <clears throat> new realtors really mm-hmm. where my preference is because I love teaching. But we work with new yeah. newer realtors. The majority of our realtors are, we've got some veterans, but we don't really help them. They help us really. Mm-hmm. But we we help right. with training. We help with coaching. We help with, and what's coaching even mean? Well, what coaching means is understanding the market, understanding what's going out there, what's going on out there. I went out to Phoenix and met with my one of my mortgage partners out there called AmeriFirst Mortgage, mm-hmm. and they're they've come up with they're trying to disrupt the the industry. They've come up with all these different programs. So me personally, I just went. I just bought 14 acres, and it was like pulling teeth dealing with these agents and the buyers and the or the seller. And not, look, I'm good on paper. I'm, I'm very good on paper, but still, I was not 
I was not like walking up to them with cash in hand. So I made an offer. Actually, it was uh, higher than what I paid for it. And they kind of blew it off and mm-hmm. discounted it because they didn't. And I sent in a, a pre-approved approval letter, but they just kind of discounted the, the whole deal, took another offer. That financing never went through. So I went to my bank and I was like, mm-hmm. hey, I need cash. I, I need a cash offer. So we made a cash offer, 15000 less, and they took it because it's cash. So this Amerifirst, yeah. they have a lot of different programs like they'll, whenever you use them as a lender, I'm a realtor. And, 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 and I'm making an offer and you're using my lender, they'll actually show it as a cash offer. So now you're not financing, you're a cash offer. Or if you have a home to sell and if there's a contingency, that's why that other deal didn't go through. There was a contingency. This lender will mm-hmm. actually buy for market value your house. They charge 1.5%, which they added into the loan amount. They buy the house from you and take it completely off your hands and they resell it. Um for a fraction of the, of the price. And the thing is, you're able to, even though it may cost you a percent and a half on this side, you're able to save $15,000 because it now looks like a cash offer or it's no longer a contingency. So people will take a better deal or whatever the case may be. So these guys are disrupting the mortgage industry. They're going after Quicken and these big guys. So I've got a relationship with them where any of our realtors, they can access AmeriFirst. They actually have you would have your own link. My realtors have their own link, and they make a half a percent, a half a basis point uh, on the loan amount. So if Sally's a realtor and Billy goes to buy a house, she says, hey, do you have a lender? And they say, no. You say, well, use mine, and you get paid a half a percent. So now instead of making 3% on the loan, you're making 3.5%. And on a $100,000, $200,000 house, I mean, another half a percent is a lot of money. Um, we also do our 700 credit repair rev share program where – I split my profit, uh, $450 is how much my RevShare partners make when they sell our credit repair program. So my realtors, whenever they have a customer that says, hey, I'd love to look at that house, and the realtor says, well, how's your credit? And they say, well, it's like a 580. I need to get it fixed or whatever. They say, hey, no problem. Let's start here. Let me get you lined up. Here's my link. Sign up for our credit restoration program. And they make $450. And then once Mm -hmm. we get your credit where it's on track, we'll start finding you a house, and then that way you can control the buying process. We can use my lender over here, and then we can make cash offers so nobody's beating us out. So we're just trying to give our realtors, and I know I'm throwing a lot of stuff out there, but we're just trying to give our realtors mm-hmm. different tools and certain tools and assets and other ways to monetize their audience to make more money on the loan because that's what we all work for. I mean, if you have a customer that needs a loan and needs credit repair and then needs to buy a house, you might as well get paid for the loan. You might as well get paid for the credit repair, and then you might as well get paid the commission Mm -hmm. on the house because you're the one that put the whole deal together. So to not monetize all avenues, it's it's crazy Mm -hmm. not to. And we have some other stuff, some other programs. Um, We do a lot of – we do like a lot of – I don't want to say private meetings, but we do meetings at my office, and and, um, I have some big – not necessarily influencers, but I have some pretty big realtor influencers or, or or big brokers that I deal with and work with that come out and talk and give tips and tricks and tactics. I got a real good friend of mine, April Ivy here in Rockwall, that uh, she's a huge broker. She comes over and, you know, brings donuts and talks with our guys and stuff. And she's not even on my team. She's not my competition, but she is. But, like, we had that relationship with some really strong players. So, um 
Yeah, if there's any realtors right. out there that would like more information, you can either DM me or call me. My office number is 972-279-0444, and I'm extension 101. But if anybody would like to learn more information, I, I don't really get real vocal about all that. I'm going to start posting more about it and, and giving access to it and stuff yeah. and go after it more. But um, we're really just getting mm-hmm. it ramped up. We've had the team now for about a year, and then COVID kind of, and pump the brakes on it, but a lot of people weren't jumping ship and stuff, but now people are. People are ready to monetize an audience and, and, and make everything that they can on... on. I'd rather deal with one person and make $3,000 yeah. than deal with three people and make 1000 a piece. Let's face it. It's just... It, it's easier work. Why? And so that's what we're that's what we're trying to create. We just want to create just a, a big real estate circle where we're just... We're one-stop shopping. I also have some insurance guys that if we go with them on insurance, they'll they'll... And there's ways to kick back money to a lender or to a lender, to a realtor. I mean, there just is. There's, you know, we can pay advertising mm-hmm. fees. I can pay car payment monies. I can pay stuff like that. It's, and so can insurance companies. So there's a way to pay a referral out. It's just got to be done the, the correct way, the right way. So everybody's, you know, it's all above board and it's all legal. So, yeah, if anybody has any interest exactly. in that, just reach out. And that's wonderful, Billy, that you said all of this because, in real estate school, as I was sharing with you offline, I'll be going again uh, next Monday and Tuesday. Um, they tell us, oh, well, you know, they don't tell us all of this. And it's probably because the instructors don't know or because they're teaching at Champions or wherever they're teaching, they're not allowed to say. You know what I mean? It's so much more that a, a person personally knows that professionally they may cannot say. And so um, that's great that you're saying this because I would love to be on a team. And that's why I already know that I'm hanging my license with you, of course. But I, um, you know, I would love for people to be on a team where what you said was a one-stop shop where my, you know, my client isn't having to meet with, you know, I don't know, three or five people. We can do everything in house. And And then it's easier transition. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, then it's he said, she said, or, <clears throat> you know, I never talked to your credit repair mm-hmm. guy, or the lender never called me back. Or, and when you don't control oh. your deal, you have no control of your deal. It gets lost. And I like to control exactly. my deals. I like to control my, my paycheck, period. Mm-hmm. And that's this is the best way I've found to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, is so, that is so true. So in the last, you know, it's, been lovely having you on my friend thank you so much um i i love it every time that you're on here i wish i could get you on more but i know that you are so busy i wish i could get you on more but we'll talk about that but um uh in this last two minutes could you give us a takeaway from today's uh discussion that we've had about the algorithm of credit and also give everyone your number again so we have about two minutes left go ahead yes ma'am absolutely on the algorithm <laughs> you have to look at it as a wheel look at it as a as a graph whatever and, and, and think of it this way one third is negative history though the the and it's okay to have negative history. It really is. It's, it's fine as long as it's older. The older it gets, the less negative it is, really. The law of diminishing applies, the less it's hurting you. So the algorithm is like this. A third of it, your score is, is made up of your, your past payment history. So dispute those old accounts. Don't, don't ever dispute online, but send a letter. Get your credit report. Send a letter that says, hey, I'm not sure if this is the right account number. Can you verify this for me? Or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. The the second largest portion of that 
algorithm of that score of the makeup is your balances. Your balances, your balances, your balances. Pay your balances down. Uh, I will go with Dave Ramsey on this. Live beneath your means. Don't use that credit card. You know, like it doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense to go buy, I don't know, um, meals mm-hmm. and stuff on credit card and uh, credit card, but then not pay it off. I use my credit cards, but I pay them off. I don't ever carry a balance on it unless it's something that we have to or, or for an emergency fund or if my transmission went out or something mm-hmm. like that. So keep your balances mm-hmm. low. And six months is not forever. It's really not. A lot can be accomplished in six months. If you dispute a few times, if you work mm-hmm. on paying those balances down, even if it's just a, a budget, 150 bucks a month, 200 bucks a month, because then in six months, now you've paid down $1,200. That could be another 50 points. So just stay consistent with it. Know mm-hmm. that, that, that the, the negative history needs to go. The balances need to come down. And then, like Lisa said earlier, six months is nothing. Just plan on, like, paying your accounts on time. Six months, 12 months, 18 months. Next thing you know, you're 50 mm-hmm. years old like me, and you've been paying on it for three years or four years. And and, and, and exactly. it, it's gotten better, it, it, you know, and and it's really, really mm-hmm. fixable. Um, and if you do need help with it, you can reach out yeah. to myself or anyone on my team. Our number is 469-338. I'm sorry, that's my cell phone, Lisa. Our, our <laughs> office number is 972-279-0444. So just please reach out. Thank you, Billy, and see you all next time. Bye. Awesome. Thanks, Lisa. All right. Bye, guys. Remember, if it's Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movements.